Randy Sussman didn't take his friend's advice in regard to starting a pickleball apparel business. So he started PB 1965, and he's partnered with well-known professional Kyle Yates on the endeavor. Randy talks about what it takes to manufacture clothing that helps you to keep cool when playing and the uniqueness of their signature hoodie. So let's get to the intro to hear from Randy. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Today, I'd like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, Randy Sussman. How are you doing today, Randy? Doing great, Lynn. How are you? I'm doing good. Hey, I just wanted to thank you for jumping on. You are a fellow presenter at the Pickleball Summit of 2021 that CJ and Tony are putting on, but that's actually how I found out about you and wanted to have you on the podcast. But before we get into PB1965, which we'll talk about, I always do like to ask guests, when did you start playing pickleball and how did you get started? A great story. So I worked for a Fortune 500 company and I was working out in Las Vegas when the company transferred me to Marco Island, Florida. And this was in March of 2016. So just over five years ago, and when they moved me to Marco Island, all I was doing, Lynn, was going to work, going back home, eating a lot of food and a lot of ice cream, watching TV and going to bed. And one day on the local morning news show, as I was getting ready for work, they had a story from East Naples Community Park, and they were trying to get people to go to the U.S. Open of Pickleball. It was the very first one. And after the second time they hyped it, I said, you know what? I'm off tomorrow and Saturday. Let me go check this out. And I went to the park and I believe the very first one only drew 800 players. And now they have like 2,500 players. And as soon as I heard that ball popping and when I watched people playing the game, I said, boy, this looks like fun. It looks like a a bigger version of ping pong. And I went into uh, the tent that they had and tried a couple of paddles and purchased a paddle and a gentleman told me to come out at 5.30 at night. And there was a young man who was putting together groups of people playing. And I picked the game up right away. It took me about two months, though, to figure out how to keep score. And that's how I started. Well, that that's cool. That's that's a great story. I would never imagine, you know, people seeing something like that on the news and then going out and then starting to play. That's actually a unique story because I, I ask a lot of people, you know, how is it that they got started? So that's that's really cool. And that was the first U.S. Open you said in 2016, right? Yeah, it's almost so. It's almost like I didn't find the game. The game almost found me, and I didn't look back ever since. The first year I played, I must have played an average of six days a week. And I met some really nice people, some really interesting people. And, you know, that was really when the game was starting to really explode in in South Florida and uh, just continued to play. And about a year later, my company then moved me to Miami. So I'd have to travel about an hour or longer to Davie, Florida or Plantation to play there because basically pickleball is non-existent in Miami. It's hard to believe. And I continued playing and then last June, I moved back to Naples and uh, I have the courts just a few miles away, the Mecca of Pickleball. So yeah, it's amazing how the game found me and I found it. Well, that's really interesting. I had no idea that Miami is is not a hot spot of pickleball because like you said, everywhere else in Florida certainly is. 
Yeah, I don't know why. The only thing I can imagine is real estate. There's not a lot of real estate in Miami. There's one place that got it going at the Salvation Army in Miami. It's quite west of Miami. But yeah, it's really non-existent. Like I shared, you have to go up to Fort Lauderdale or to Davie or to Plantation to play. All right. Well, let's get into what you're doing in, in pickleball with PB1965. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so PB1965 were an apparel company for pickleball only. However, you can wear it as leisure. We're a lifestyle brand. PB, obviously, for pickleball in 1965 is for when the sport was invented. My partner, Kyle Yates, one of the top players in the world, is my partner. Again, when I started playing pickleball back in 2016, my first or second time on the court, I looked and I saw what people were wearing and Some folks were wearing these heavy cotton shirts, and some people were wearing these um, shirts that had a pickleball paddle and a martini glass or a shirt that said dink responsibly. And I said, man, there's got to be something better than this, you know? And I wanted to bring a level of elegance and sophistication and style to the game. And I approached Kyle with the idea. And after a couple of days, he called and he said, Randy, I am all in. And that's how we began PB 1965. And we've been in business for just about a year and a half now. So did you know Kyle Yates beforehand or did you just call him out of the blue? No, he and I, we weren't, we were were acquaintances, I would say. Kyle would play a lot at East Naples Park back five and six years ago. Those were really his home courts. And I'd see him practice there occasionally. And then I'd see him in tournaments at the park and we'd make small talk and just chit chat. And I have a younger brother who loves the game. And I actually was living in California at the time. And I I had sent him a paddle and a few balls and he fell in love with the game immediately. And when he came to visit me in Miami, he was obviously looking up YouTube and looking at pickleball players. And he said, Randy, there's a player named Kyle Yates and he lives in your area. Do you think maybe I could get a lesson with him? And do you know him? And I said, well, he's an acquaintance of mine. I said, I can give him a call. And I gave Kyle a call and he was kind enough to give my brother Dean just a wonderful lesson up in Fort Myers. So again, we just stay in touch. And when I had this idea, I just called him up. I called him up and I said, Kyle, you know, I have an idea about an apparel brand and I'd like to talk to you about it. And he said, sure thing. And we met at Veterans Park and we talked about it for a few hours. And the first thing he said to me was, you know, I've been playing this game for about 11 years and I've been wondering why no one's come forward with an apparel line because I've been thinking about it myself. And as I shared with you, he said, let me think about it. And he talked to his mom about it and his dad and He came back to me just a few days later and said, let's do this. So I couldn't have picked a better part. And, you know, I noticed on the website a really nice picture of Kyle, of course, in the PB1965 clothing line. And, you know, it's it's really very kind of a sleek, elegant look. And, of course, it looks great on Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Anything does. That seems to be the uh, popular run. Yeah. So, you know. Had you had any experience, you know, running your own company or, you know, with building kind of a, a clothing brand or, you know, how, how did this all come to be? I know, obviously, you got the a great partner, but, you know, there's a lot more to it than that. There really is. Well, you know, that I'd have to credit 
to my parents. My 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 dad and mom were partners with um, a very famous family and a very famous brand called Bookbinder Seafood House. It's one of the original seafood restaurants in this country, a superpower brand in the seafood industry. And they had a restaurant in Philadelphia and in Atlantic City, New Jersey, and in New Orleans. So I understood the power of a brand. And then when I worked, as I said, for this Fortune 500 company, another major hotel brand, I knew what the power of a brand was. I had no experience, zero in the apparel business. And I explained that to Kyle at the beginning. However, I have a great friend whose name is David Kupferberg, and he's in New York, and he's been in the apparel business for 30 some odd years. And he helped start me with this business. And I kept bothering him saying, David, I want to start my own apparel business. Can you help me? And he kept saying, you don't want to get in the apparel business. I kept saying it to him. I kept saying to him. Finally, he asked me one day, he said, okay. How much money are you willing to lose? <laughs> and I gave him a number and he said, that's a good number. He goes, here's what I'd like you to do. And he put me in touch with one of his colleagues and I made my first order of clothing. It cost us $5,300 to order our t-shirts and our one-of-a-kind hoodies, which are our signature uh, piece of apparel. And away we were off. Now, why did he say, you know, you don't want to get in the apparel business? Well, you know, I understood what he, I, I, I later understood. I learned out how tough of a business it is and what it's like and the difficulty in finding the right people to manufacture your clothing and never coming from it before he thought would be a challenge. Also to start a brand. He wasn't, he didn't understand the power of my partner, Kyle. Kyle is Everyone knows the name Kyle Yates. It's funny because I share with folks at 26 years old, Kyle is a legend and a pioneer of the sport. And I don't think there are many 26-year-olds that can have that moniker. And with my hard work and as diligent as I've been in this business, Kyle has equally been as diligent wearing the clothing, talking about the clothing, helping design the clothing. And I don't think David was fully aware how hard we were going to work at it. Because when I started it, I was still working for the company I was working for. It wasn't until about five months later when the pandemic hit that I decided to leave and do this full time. Interesting. So that that's nice. You can You've got your pickleball clothing company, and then you can play pickleball whenever you want, I would imagine at this point. I do. But you know, it's, it's, it's interesting that I work so many hours that it's taken its toll and I'm not able to play as much as I'd like to. I find I usually have the most time really early in the morning, but it's usually I'll sneak out at 5.30 or 6 o'clock and play for a couple of hours. But I'm fortunate now to be on a little vacation for a week, and I'm on the Jersey Shore visiting my parents, who've been married for 63 years. And my dad at 87 is a pickleball player. And the sport here on the Jersey Shore has just exploded. So I actually just got done playing about an hour ago, and I plan to play every day while I'm here. Well, that's great. And I'm so glad that I, I caught you this week since it sounds like you're, you know, so busy in, in terms of building PB1965. So tell me a little bit about the clothing itself. You had mentioned the hoodie is kind of the, the signature 
piece in your line? Yeah, I think I think the hoodie is what put us on the map because no one's seen a hoodie like this before. It's it's a beautiful tri-blend lightweight material and the lining is sewn in. It's sublimated ink. And for example, we have one where we have these lime green pickleballs in the hood. We have one that has pink pickleballs in the hood and they match our logo our crest on the front of the uh, tri-blend. And we even have one where it's helping helping a nonprofit sewn in the hood. So we've been able to do quite a few. We, we, make, we make them custom for country clubs as well. But that's really what put us on the map, that and our logo. We're really proud of our logo. We just think it's really clean and elegant and sophisticated. And I've had a couple of people come up to me and say, you know, Randy, you and Kyle have developed like the vineyard vines of pickleball, that conservative country club look, a level of sophistication. And, and that's, that's where we are. And that's so true. I'm actually looking at the website right now and I, I love, I do love those hoodies and, and the way that you've got, you know, kind of that printing on the inside of the, the hood. That's so cool. Yeah, it's like I said, it's it's sublimated and then that's sewn in right into the hood. And we are really the only folks that carry it. And they've been a huge seller from the beginning. Our website is un- getting ready to undergo some major construction. So please bear with our website. It's going to look spectacular when it's finished. It's just that now we're starting to bring in a lot of new products and things. So we're working on great photos and we're just working on upgrading the uh, site itself. But yeah, those hoodies have become a, our like signature brand, but everything else has just followed suit. And this next week, we're actually going to be introducing some new products, some men's and women's quarter zips, some new style women's tank tops. We're going to be bringing out some new skirt designs in the couple of next couple of weeks to add on to the existing skirts we have. So it's really an exciting time after only about 16 or 17 months in business. Now you had, I was going to ask you about some of the new products. So I'm glad that you mentioned some, some of the new things, but I, I did want to ask you, you know, kind of talk a little bit about, we talked a lot about the hoodies, but talk a little bit about, you know, it's summer, it's hot, you know, how do we keep cool? What materials do you use to kind of help, you know, when we're on the court? Cause like, you know, you're used to being down in Florida where it's extremely humid. So just talk a little bit about the materials. Yeah, I think I, well, there are a few things. And, and 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 I make I make I make a joke out of it at times. You know, back I'm gonna I just turned 59 years old and the other day. And back in the 70s when I was in high school, polyester was the big thing. Do you remember polyester and the shirts with the big collars? You may be too young, Lynn, I'm not sure, but to know, but back then polyester was the big thing. And then all of a sudden in the 90s and in the 2000s. Uh, in the even the late 80s, nobody wore polyester anymore. Well, now it's the big thing because that's the moisture wicking technology. So number one, you want to be cool and you want to keep yourself as comfortable as possible. And that's what polyester does. So the moisture wicking with polyester and also the one thing that I harp on constantly is sun protection. So the minimum that we have in our shirts is 25 and it goes up to 50 on our different products. 
And it's really, really important, especially people who have fair skin, people who've had some skin issues in the past, to make sure that they're covered and have a product on that has sun protection um, built into it. And our MX2 technology, we're proud to carry that. Some people, no matter how hot it is, still need to play in long sleeves because they got to cover up those arms. And we provide a great product for all of those issues. And again, um, the polyester or the polyester spandex blend pushes the, the moisture away from your body and out. And that's really the most important part. As opposed to having one of those cotton shirts on that just keep the sweat on it. Next thing you know, you're 30 pounds heavier when you leave the court. Right. And, and yes, I do remember the polyester from the 1970s. I think we're pretty <laughs> close in age. <laughs> How can I forget? The Saturday night fever days. Right. Well, all right. Yeah. Awesome what you're doing with the, you know, new products and everything that's coming in. But I, I know you also have something else you're working on, some something big, uh, kind of a big tournament for uh, 2022. We, we do. It's not completely signed, sealed and delivered yet, but it's just about done. So I feel pretty comfortable letting the folks know. Um, myself, um, a partner of ours and Kyle are bringing what's going to be the largest indoor pickleball event to Atlantic City, New Jersey, to the Atlantic City Convention Center. We're hoping for anywhere between 2,000 and 2,500 players. We think it's going to be something very similar to the U.S. Open, only indoors with uh, private box seating, stadium court, complete vendor row. The Amtrak pulls right into the convention center. So you can go from the Amtrak train into the convention center without stepping foot outside. We're planning on having 50, that's five zero courts. We've worked with a few different balls that we think are going to work perfectly on that surface there. And Atlantic City, right outside Atlantic City Convention Center, you have a beautiful outdoor shopping mall. It's a outdoor shop outlet shopping mall. You have restaurants, you have casinos, you have the beach. Um, it restaurants, it's a complete destination spot. It can be a family pickleball trip. It can be a getaway. It's going to go six full days. We think it's going to be one of the top tournaments held in this country. Well, cool. I, I know you're still working on the exact dates, but I am going to definitely pencil in on my calendar September 2022 because I, I'm in Connecticut, so it's probably about three hours and I love Atlantic City. So I will definitely look forward to the event and I'll come by and introduce myself. For sure. Hopefully we'll meet before then, though. Yeah. Well, all right, Randy, it was great to have you on the Pickleball Fire podcast today. And remember, Randy is going to be talking at the Pickleball Summit 2021. Also, it's a virtual online summit. So be sure and tune into that and uh, hear what else he has to say. Thank you so much, Randy, for being on the podcast today. You bet, Lynn. And for your viewers, if they go on our website, pb1965.com, and if they want to make a purchase on the promo code, if they put in FIRE, all capital letters, F-I-R-E, we'll offer them a 25% discount. Wow. Wow. I'm going to go on there myself and get something. 
Perfect. with that type of discount. So yeah, and I will definitely make sure that everybody knows about that. So yeah, Randy, thank you so much. And uh, once again, have a have a great day. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Lynn. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes.